Hello and welcome to Total Recall ASM 19 on the Word on the Go podcast. Throughout this series we're going to be bringing you all the talks and seminars from this year's festival. We hope you enjoy. Hello everyone, how are we all doing today? Very well. Yes! It's amazing, so we want did interactive people and you're all here. Brilliant, brilliant. So welcome to the Money Matters Seminar. This is already so much better than what I thought it was going to be, so <laughs> amen for that. Um, brilliant. Well, thank you for coming. Obviously, uh, finance is a hugely important area to talk about, as we can see from the attendance to the seminar. Um, so, quick introductions. Oh, quick introductions. How does it work? Hey, who are those handsome fellas? Um, I'm Robin Key. Um, I work as oh hi Robin. Um, I work as an actuary in London, so I work with spreadsheets all day. It's so much fun. I'm really quite pa- passionate about Excel. Um, they're my mates. I hang out with. They're also passionate about numbers. Um, yeah. So today we just want to talk about um, money, um, how we organise money, and just a few caveats. If we use any jargon, any words you don't understand, because we do work in the finance industry, make a beeping noise. Beep 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 beep. And we will explain it because we really want to empower you uh, to go out to um, your local banks or wherever it is online when you're doing research and to be able to understand these terms and not let, um, yeah, I guess any finance jargon put you off um, organizing your money. And uh, yeah, I guess just feeling intimidated. Um, also, we don't know where you're coming from, what your uh, relationship to your finances currently is, um, and whether you have a lot or a little. Uh, but we just want to set out um, some kind of healthy habits about how to relate to money and what God thinks about money. Cool. Thank you, Robin. Whoa. So, yeah, go, Robin. Hi, everyone. My name is Rory Barton. I, too, hang out with statues on the weekend. Um, there are me and Robin's only friends in London because uh, we want to do a seminar every day. Um, so I work for a company in London as well, and I invest people's savings um, for a living. So people sort of Put their, give their pensions to us and then we invest it for the future. So I think that's quite interesting. Not many people do. Um, but what, what we sort of want to get across to you is some simple tricks, as Robin said, um, some hacks using technology, some myth busters. We've got a quiz. Um, so yeah, there's enough of you here to pick on you. No, i joking. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we hope it's going to be fun, interactive. So do like stick up a hand if you've got a question. Give us a beep, 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 beep if we say anything silly. But we're going to break it down into basics. Um, and then what have we got, Robin? And then after the basics, we're going to talk about habits. What habits we have in our life. Yeah. And after habits, some practicalities. So I've got a, a photo of a spreadsheet, which is so cool right now. Um, but yeah, so let's kick off with it. So first things first. You may be thinking to yourself, does God even care about money? So why do we have the seminar on? Why is this part of Summer Madness's um, talks where I have Tear Fund put us up here on stage to talk about this? So basically what we think is that God cares about every aspect of our lives and money is part of our lives, whether we like it or not. Our current um, country and world does revolve slightly around money, like you need money to buy your food, to buy petrol for your car, to drive around, to come to this festival, to buy Summer Madness merchandise or the wristband on your hand. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, that that's one of the things that we think. So it, church and Christianity and what we believe isn't just about on a Sunday. It's about every day of the week. What you're spending your money on sometimes does show where your heart is. Smooth transition. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Um, I'm an NIV guy. Robin loves a bit of message. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is, is a place you'll most want to be and end up being. So I think it is indicative. If you check your bank account at the end of a month and sort of see actually where your money's ending up, it can be uh, give a sort of picture of what you care about. Woo, welcome. Yeah, money. Come on down. We've just started. I'm Rory. This is Robin. It's uh, starting from the top. <laughs> so yeah, just slight recap. We're going basics, habits, practicalities. So God cares about money because he cares about everything in our lives. Um, and we want to give you some easy tips and tricks to, to think about money in that aspect. So yeah, let's go to the next one. Cool. So... I'm sure you heard Josh Luke Smith talking about prodigal, the parable son, but I don't think you were thinking about money when he's talked about it. But it is crazy that the son who got half of his dad's inheritance was a wealthy man, squandered it all. So it is possible to spend a lot of money very quickly, especially in our current um, culture where we're encouraged to buy the newest product, the new phone, like every year they're like, you need a new phone, right? Don't you? Like 12 months is enough. Um, new shoes, new clothes. So it is easy to spend quite a lot of money quite quickly. So what we're sort of talking about is quite countercultural. And then at the end of the passage, um, we want to bring a positive spin on money in the sense that the, the father like killed the fatted calf for his son coming home. But essentially that's basically like, Mate, you're home, going into your bank account, getting money out and throwing a party. Um, back in that day, it's the exact same thing. So we want um, to empower you to be able to save up in order to celebrate, celebrate friends, finishing things, doing things, buying people presents and all that. Brilliant. So um, the vision for the seminar was to be loads of young people here. And we'd be really approachable. Yeah, exactly. And we'd be super approachable. So we've made, made some memes, I believe they're called. Mimi's number one, consumer culture. Um, so does anyone know who this guy is? Who is he? Gollum. Yeah, you're right. He is Gollum from Lord of the Rings. So Rory touched briefly on um, the current consumer culture. I don't know about you, but everywhere I look, you're being sold something, especially um, on Instagram. It's now uh, regulation that you have to put up on a post, whether it's monetized or not. So you have people constantly being like, oh, buy this, buy this new beauty product, buy these new shoes. Um, and I'm definitely guilty of this as well. This is not me preaching to you. I get completely sucked in. But we want to stand out. We want to go against some things in culture. And this is definitely one of them that we want to uh, spend our money wisely. And we have some tools later on about where we spend our money. So we think that's super important. Um, People in AG, the IGM, in the exhibitors tent, are running a thing on ending modern slavery. And that we can play a part in that. It would be amazing if we could send people from Summer Madness out there spending their money wisely. Where are our clothes sourced from? Where does our food uh, come from? Is it sustainable? And ultimately, uh, just relating back to the uh, 1 Timothy verse, um, Gollum's character in Lord of the Rings, he's obsessed with this, with this gold ring. That, oh, that changed. Oh, sorry. Um, that uh, signifies wealth and power and completely corrupts his character. It corrupts who he is from his inside out and becomes this really 
ugly person, just both, um, yeah, just to his core, he's completely obsessed with the material. And we want to go against that, we want to be uh, holding up better banners uh, for the world. So, for the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from faith, pierced themselves with many griefs. This is what I was talking about, about the love for money can really corrupt our lives. And we can sometimes, whether we know or not, um, buy into lies and buy into certain kinds of evil with um, yeah, child slavery. Because that is, unfortunately, a really harsh reality. And I find that really difficult to deal with because I, bought, I wanted to buy some sh running shorts because I want to start to try and run. I don't currently run. And then I went online, spent about 30 seconds Googling, and turns out all of my clothes were kind of made in bad places uh, with really bad health and safety laws and potentially by children. And I didn't really know where to go from there. And so I think we need to work together and actually bring this conversation up in our churches, in our youth groups, and how do we do this responsibly. Um, but I do also understand that is difficult. Sometimes ethically sourced products are really expensive. Um, so maybe we need to rethink about how we do things together. Do we share clues? Um, do we cook for one another? Um, yeah, I just do that as a, in a more communal fashion. Cool. So yeah, and the other side of that is we can buy into this idea that we need more, more, more in order to be happy or to, um, yeah, just to be successful or whatever it may be. But we need to remind ourselves that our joy comes from God and from our relationship with him and not having more. Because even like some of, uh, yeah, some people who are very wealthy, they end up just wanting more. Like it's hard to be s satisfied by money. And that comes into your health and your mental well-being and the stress it can bring into your life where you feel like either at the one end, I can't even make it through this month. Um, I'm worried about how I'm going to survive that last week before money comes in or before my student loan comes in. Um, but at the other end then, it's sort of like even if you have money, you can feel the need that, you don't, way welcome, come on in. Um, yeah, you can feel the need that you don't have enough or you compare yourself to other people. So we're going to attack that later in the habits bit. So get excited for that. So we've talked about how money can sometimes be a vice and uh, be used for, yeah, for evil causes. Um, but it's amazing when we look through the Bible and we see the early church and what good they use money to bring. They bring about real social change. And I think it's amazing when we see young people um, get involved in the charities uh, that Summer Manus promotes to really affect social injustice and really look out for the marginalized and the poor. In Acts 2, 44 to 46, it says, they sold whatever they owned and pulled their resources so that each person's need was met. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be an amazing vision if we could send people out from Summer Madness to actually get, really, get a hold of God's heart and God's heart for the poor and how that transfers to our heart for our money, and how we view our, pos our possessions, um, yeah, and all the material things we own. I'm not saying you have to go away and just sell your tent, sell everything, and then walk home back to wherever you came from. But I think it is amazing um, what a healthy community can look like when we go after God's heart, and how that actually transfixes everything around it. And yeah, and that includes money. So, did someone ask for some habits? Is that what we're... Oh, wow. Thanks for asking for that. You're on the ball. Um, so, kicking off some of the early habits, we've got some more memes. Um, so, what we thought the main thing was trying to be 
uh, grateful to God for what we have because even just being here at this festival it's such a blessing to be among other young people lots of sports available um, just loads of fun in the big top and we are grateful so by reminding ourselves of that we um, sort of yeah remind ourselves that God loves us God take care, takes care of us um, and we can be thankful for our friends for our family um, and it's just a really awesome thing and then on the back of that it's sort of God, there's a verse like God loves a cheerful giver, and it's not about giving out of compulsion, but it's about giving from a good place in your heart. So by through prayer and gratitude, we feel like that's a good way to come at the cheerful giver. Absolutely. Um, so my sister started a, a gratitude diary, and um, she was finding work very stressful, and someone just said, maybe say uh, write down three things you've been thankful for today. Um, and those don't have to be material things. It can be a conversation with a colleague. Um, with a young person, um, a, a really like good conversation maybe with some of your family member, the sunrise, how cheesy does that sound? But all these things, when we look around, like what what can we be thankful for today? And actually going seeking that out, and um, yeah, and it's amazing just how that changes your heart as well. And you're not then thinking, oh, but I really need those new Nikes. You're th- when you're looking back and be like, look what I have, look what I've got, look what I all have to be thankful for. Um, so yeah, the next habit: delay gratification. So, yeah, 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 all right. So, delayed gratification. I don't care, I want it now. This is something I've really been trying to practice in my own life. Um, One of our friends, oh, sorry. um, Before he wants to buy something, he will sit on the decision whether to buy it for a couple of weeks. And he's told us, it's amazing how many times after a couple of weeks he can't even remember what he really wanted because then there's another thing brought in front of him that he's like, oh, no, I want that. So it's, um, I've tried to do this, uh, recent thing, I want a new radio, I want to buy a new radio, and um, for my, I'm really, bo- we're, we're as boring as we look, honestly, Excel spreadsheets, radios, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to sit in that decision, what kind of radio do I want, I'm going to really save up for it, and when I purchase it, it'll bring a lot of joy to my life, I know, pray for me later. <laughs> um, but this is a really good habit, and it, it, it's so many things in life, and um, when you put something off, when you get to save for something, when you set something aside, um, when it comes to you, you're so much more thankful for that thing. Um, the radio is a bit of a silly example, but we'd really encourage you to yeah, sit on a, on a decision, whether it's to book a holiday, um, whether it's to, uh, to buy something for yourself, happy days if you really want it. Um, but yeah, just, just sit on it for a couple of weeks, and it'll be, you may be amazed how your mind may wander, and suddenly something else comes along. Yeah, it's also a way to sort of like not buy into that like no 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 and it is crazy that amazon can deliver in a day and stuff we live in london like you can buy something in the morning and it arrives in the afternoon um mental cool so yeah so um then the third habit would be like try not to compare ourselves to other people obviously it is very hard everyone struggles with it even like your friends you compare them like cheaper's like i live with this guy i'm like every morning i'm like could i grow a beard i'm like no i can't no but I don't want a beard. Um, anyway, but um, yeah, so the one that I'm going to talk about now is like the death of contentment is comparison. So by constantly comparing ourselves with other people, that's basically what social media is based off and stuff. It can, it can end up being tough. You can sort of feel insecure about who you are. And I know like, like following like loads of athletes and stuff, they're like cheapers. They are insane at sport. I'd love to be able to do that. But it just, it doesn't sit well with you so we just want to remind you in this talk again that no matter how much money you have or how good you are or how much clues you have like you're loved by god god loves you and that's where your identity is found and yeah having a lot of money doesn't provide the joy that sometimes we think it does 
So the next slide is by this man, Jim Carrey. I don't know if he's actually been in any recent movies, um, but when I was growing up, he was in The Mask, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Um, but he says, I hope everybody could get rich and famous and will have everything they've ever dreamed of so they will know the answer that it is not enough. Sorry, they will know that that is not the answer. Wow, good reading. Um, but it is amazing. Um, I am privileged enough uh, to work in a very wealthy area of society. I work in finance um, in the city of London. And so that a lot of people I work earn a crazy amount of money. But it's been so fascinating over uh, my journey, my career so far, seeing how much, yeah, people just aren't brought satisfaction from money. They're just, they want more and more and more. They're always sad about something. They become bitter. See when bonuses come out, oh, why did he get that? Why did I not get that? And just completely twist people's reality. And um, yeah, I guess coming from my background, just looking at them like, how is it? You've earned a million pounds this year and you're not happy. There's always someone who are earning more. And I, I want to bring um, my faith into that and be like, you're enough. You're enough for who you are. God has created you. And that is all the worth that you ever need. And I do understand that is, that is difficult to hold on to in everyday life. Um, but that was one of the habits we really want to instill you guys. If you leave with anything today, know that you're enough. You're enough in God's eyes. But that is difficult. So let's do this together and really encourage each other in that and in community. Can I hear an amen? Yes, you're enough. Brilliant. <laughs> Give, save, spend. Practical tips. So we're not going to touch much um, on tithing. We do believe that it's very important. But I don't know where you're at in your finances, whether you just get pocket money on a weekend or whether you're in a job or you're a student. Um, but this is how me and Rory kind of like to frame our finances roughly. Give 10%, save 10%, spend 80%. So giving, that will be uh, to church or charity. Saving 10%, that'll be into your savings account usually. For something that you want, it could be a mortgage if you're very lucky. It could be, um, yeah, some new clothes or a holiday. And in the spending, 80%, um, that'll be enough to cover your bills, cover uh, the things that you need, groceries, rent, council tax, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But again, this is just a framework and a habit we would love for you to leave with. Whether you give one pound a month, whether you save just one pound a month and then you spend the rest, that's okay. We just want the habit. If you think that you're only going to do this when you have lots of money, um, that's just not true. If you can't deal with a little bit of money, the more money you get in, the tighter your heart can sometimes get, and suddenly like, brilliant, I can afford all these things, I'm gonna spend 100% all the time. And um, so we're always gonna talk about how we can make this easier in our lives. Yeah, so an awesome practical tip that someone taught me and I do, it just makes this so much easier, is to have some automatic direct debits in place so you don't have to make that decision. Because a lot of people are like, oh, okay, get money in, I'm gonna try and keep to my budget this month, and at the end, they're wanting maybe to give to a charity they like and they just don't have anything left. So what we recommend is to automatically on the day your student loan comes in or um, if you have a job the day your salary comes in to automatically send it uh, your first 10% or whatever it is you're doing to, to church, to charity or to your savings account so that then you actually do have to live off the rest and have to make those tough decisions because it's not, we're not saying it's easy to do this. Sometimes it's, it's really tough to be able to save and give money to charity and live off the rest. So it's sort of like a sacrifice. You're giving that first part um, to the most important things like God and your um, future and not uh, spending all right now. So it is tough. But yeah, we just want to reiterate that like if you don't give when you have a little, it, 
it's going to be tougher when you have more. So that's our key takeaway from that. But yeah, let's bounce on into practicalities. Woo! So the excitement builds. We have our quiz. True or false quiz. All right. Oh, exciting, exciting. So first statement, you need lots of money to open a bank account. True or false? We've got a false here. False. Oh, it's false! Exactly. So, you don't have any money to open up a bank account. Um, we're going to be talking later about how we organize our money and the practical tips. But most banks now will have a mobile app, or you can go into your local branch and open one without needing to put any money in it at all. So, yeah, next one is taxes or class. True or false? Oh, I saw false, false. True, we've got a few trues. So what we've said is, ooh, bam, true. Um, so the reason we think they're good is they do pay for a lot of amazing things like healthcare, education, roads to drive on. Like some countries literally don't have that at all and our taxes do go towards that, um, which is good. I, but it does feel hard when you get your first salary. You're like, what, that comes out already automatically? Like, what's that about? But it goes to things that you get good use for and it helps the people um, in our society who are at the most vulnerable as well. Um, so try and keep that in mind um, when you start earning money. So, There is a charge to change bank account. What do we think, true or false? Did you get charged? So it should be false. <laughs> Our hope is false. If you've been charged, chat to us afterwards and see what we can do about that. There's um, so a program called U-Switch, um, which will help you change for free. Um, another practical tip is, um, again, we'll bring out the websites later, Money Savings Expert. Um, when opening up new accounts, we'll flag the ones that will, they will sometimes give you free money just to switch account. Um, as a student, I may have done this a few times. Because uh, then you can get a free real card if you want to Ulster Bank, but then if you move to Santander, you got a free hundred pounds. So you have to go through a bit of admin, but if you're bored by not going to your lectures, it's maybe worth doing. Um, get a bit of extra money. No, I mean, go to your lectures. Go to your lectures. But yes, you shouldn't be charged. So can I hear, if any, is anyone starting university next year? Oh, we got one in the house. So you'll never have to pay back your student loan. This is a tough one. Some different of you. False. The man's got, he's done his revision. Wha-bam! False. Um, yeah, so there are some specifics about it. Basically, you don't have to pay off your student loan. It depends on how much you earn. It's once you're over a threshold, you start paying it back automatically. So you don't actually have to like go into your account. It's essentially the same as a tax that comes out of your salary. So we think you should view it more as a tax um, on going to university, getting higher education. It's a blessing. Um, and you're sort of paying for it that way. And it's incremental. It doesn't feel too, um, it doesn't feel too uh, thoughtful. It's sort of automatic. So it just happens automatically. So yeah, exactly. So we think that is really important because um, the current uh, language around student loans is, I think, putting people off who don't want to end up with loads of debt. And again, that will affect people from lower income areas. We want to give everyone the opportunity to go to university. Uh, so yeah, maybe we need to change a bit about our, our language around that. Okay. Who knows what a pension is? Yeah. Yeah, so you should... Okay, so a pension is the ultimate delayed gratification. You're putting money away for when you're old and you retire. 
You don't have to work anymore. So you should contribute to your pension ASAP. What do we think? True. Well, hey, true. Cheating. You're all cheating. Yes, you should. Um, so the government has now passed legislation where it is... Del is this a question? Question? That is in the next seminar from 4.30 in the big top. When Jesus... It's the seventh, the seventh day in Genesis. That's retirement right there. You look back on it, it's all good and you rest, TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it is good to yeah save up for your retirement. Um, and you usually have to opt out of it now, so it should automatically be happening if you're in work. And some employees will be very generous with how much they contribute. Um, so it's just good to look into. You don't end up stuck by not having a pension. Thanks, Robin. He's He loves a pension, so he does. Like We're always chatting at home about it over dinner. Come around any time, we'll chat about pensions. So payday lenders aren't class. True, yeah, obviously, yeah. So they can charge up to like 300% per annum. They overcharge you. People sort of think, oh, it'll be a quick way to make ends meet, but they sort of trap you in, and it's a vicious cycle, and a lot of people end up in debt through this. So, um, yeah, like Christians Against Poverty are doing great work in this area. The Church of England have been like sort of calling out payday lenders, and the interest rates are being reduced, and the government are doing good things, which is cool. Um, but, yeah, just beware of those things. Okay. So, ooh, a few nervous faces here. Uh, hands up if you have a debit card. Hands up if you have a credit card. Hands up if you have both. Okay, cool. And does anyone know the difference? Yeah? Brilliant, exactly. So, yeah, debit cards are your own money. So that's um, maybe your salary will go into your uh, a bank account, and you can use the card, link that bank account, to spend your money. Um, credit cards you're being given credit by a bank or uh, another organization and you have to pay that back after a month. If you don't pay it back in full after a month, uh, you'll be charged for anything left on the balance. Um, credit cards are good. They can be used and can, they can help your cash flow sometimes, but they are also super dangerous um, and you don't want to see it as free money. Don't be applying for credit cards just for free money. Oh, brilliant. And then you realize you're just racking up debt. Um, but yeah, they can be used for good. Yep, that's a really good point. Yep, I actually got, yep, I just got a credit card for that exact reason about two months ago. Um, so if you pay off your credit card on time, it'll give you a thing called a credit rating. If you have a good credit rating, you have more chance of getting a mortgage. And even some phone bills now, um, I had to get credit scored to um, get, get a phone bill. Um, so some of these are kind of necessary evils almost, um, but it's good and it will hopefully train you um, to yeah, treat your money with respect and um, make sure you're paying off all your balances in full. Woo, so now we've done cards, accounts. So we've got savings account, current account, I see here to head off. So the current account is probably the one people are most aware of. Like there's student current accounts, there's uh, ch children current accounts, maybe your parents set one up for you when you were younger. But basically this is the one that your salary would go into, your phone bill would go out of. And these are the ones we were talking about where you can get some free perks like real card or I think some banks now do, literally do have like 300 pounds if you just open up one and then with once you open a current account with them that's when you get your debit card all that and then you can open a savings account so that's the one we'd recommend when the money comes in automatically send it over to your savings account that you don't have a card for so you can't just be like 
Oh, okay. I'll just start using my savings account this month. Um, and then ISA is a tax-free account for um, when you're saving more money, when you've got um, a regular monthly inflow, and there's stocks and shares, ISAs, and all sorts of stuff. So if that's something you're really considering, yeah, get a money-saving expert. Start looking into the different accounts that are out there for you. So um, just some resources to take away. We know we have given you so much information and probably spoken far too much. Um, but CAP student, whether some of you are students or maybe will become students in the future. Um, so CAP are Christians Against Poverty and they do absolutely incredible work um, helping people budget and getting themselves out of debt. They're also running a student program now on how to manage your finances when you're potentially off by yourself in university um, in a different city. So go on their website, have a look, and yeah, think about maybe how you're going to organize your student loan if that applies to you. Money Saving Expert. Um, they have on their website all things to do with finance and try and get you the best deal and also give you a whole top tips on how not to get trapped into scams and things like that. But it's really worth having a read. Um, so these are a few of the ethical buying resources um, that we have found. Good Shopping Guide, The Ethical Consumer, and Buy Me Once. Most of these are um, will rank uh, companies or brands by how ethical they are. Uh, Buy Me Once is a website which will only sell products which have a lifetime guarantee. So bring in the kind of sustainability and we're not just throwing stuff out after a year. I also use an app called Good On You. Um, you it's only for clothes and I type in um, the brand name and it will actually rank them in terms of uh, um, labor, uh, uh, environment and something else. Um, it can be bad news when there's a sale on and you really want some stuff and they turn out to be horribly ranked. Um, but it is a good challenge. I don't want you to, yeah, I think we should take that seriously as a church. Oh, okay. okay. So, I know spreadsheets, you're all suddenly awake. Um, we're going to talk very briefly um, about the practicalities, how we budget. Um, all my bank accounts um, are with Monzo. Monzo, do I have Monzo here out of curiosity? One, woo. Um, so it's a completely online bank. Um, that I use my, uh, it's all on an app. Um, you can open up yourself if you're 16 or over. Um, and I find it really useful. It tracks all your spending, puts it into these buckets, and you can put limits on them, and it will really annoyingly pester you when you're spending too much money. But it is really good to keep yourself accountable, um, especially in a place like Summer Madness, and you kind of, ooh, pizza. Ooh, Summer Madness merchandise. And you start hitting your card, and you're flipping, I've spent 35 pounds today. And I do that all the time. I'm like, how have I spent 15 pounds? It's 9 a.m. I'm just in work. How has this happened? Um, but that's London, so that's the price of a coffee. <laughs> um, but it is good. It really keeps you accountable. And it's, you're completely free to open up. And if you're a tech native and you, you love everything being on your phone, everything being in one place, I would personally recommend it. Um, I find it very useful. Um, they have a savings account option. It's all very transparent. And yeah, chat me more later. Ooh, cool. So I'm a bit more old school, so I'm put it all in Excel at the end of the month. So this is sort of what it could look like for you. So yeah, we one of our key takeaways is to try and live within your means. So um, those first two buckets, they're the ones we want to automatically try and um, start saving, start giving money to charity, to the local church. Um, and then, yeah, try and split the rest up. So maybe if you've never done it, um, it, is, it is a scary thing to do. But maybe after this, when you get home, have a look at your... Um, uh, banking app and sort of see what do you actually spend your money on because it does sort of show what you care about. Is it like 
food, clothes? Is it um, so buying presents for people for yourself? So it's really interesting to do. Um, and then, yeah, maybe after a few months sort of looking at that, maybe say, okay, I actually want to spend a little less on eating out and more on like groceries and so that I can like buy food for lunch or buy in food to make lunch so that I can save more stuff like that. So actually seeing it visually really helps me anyway. Um, then like bills, oh whack, what a huge thing there. So like you don't realize it when you're maybe living at home, but like when you move out, me and Robin live with another guy in London and like we live in this house and like heating, gas, electricity, Wi-Fi, like they're not free. Um, so uh, you need to sort of be aware of that. And one of the tips that Cap give for that is to move your money into your savings account and leave the amount you know your bills are going to be in there in your account so not to spend that um, and then yeah obviously just at the end of the month you're trying to have more and you want to be green not red you want to have have a little bit extra to maybe put in your savings account or to put towards something that one of those things on your two weeks list if you want to buy it or whatever and um, so that's what i do i personally find it very helpful and it's helped me to like save up for different things and it's really cool another meme Top tips, is it too good to be true? Um, we are bombarded, hilarious I know, we made it ourselves. <laughs> um, so yeah, never hand out your bank details, um, apart from after the seminar obviously when we collect them all, you can trust us. Um, but yeah, no being seriously, please don't. Um, even if your bank uh, call up, um, they want your pass, if they ask you for your password and they ask you for your password, that should be um, ringing the alarm bells in your head. Um, always ask to call them back on a recognized number on their website. There are people out there who want to scam you out of money, whether that's um, email phishing. So if you click a dodgy link on an email that might come through, um, people pretending to be uh, iStore or Apple, whatever it's called, or Amazon. Um, yeah, and they will take your money and it's actually very difficult to get back. So just really have a look. Is it too good to be true? Does this offer sound amazing? You know, 500 pounds for what? Absolutely. Free, great. Take all my details. Yeah, if there's princes from foreign lands phoning you up to offer you amazing exchange rates, please don't go for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just repeat that. Basically, yeah, like I get loads of random emails and some of them genuinely seem super real. It's like, tax, get your tax rebate, 500 pounds. You're like, oh, that was close. So yeah, honestly, like say to your friends stuff if you've seen ones that are pretty good like remind them not to fall into any of that traps um, then top tip number two so top tip number one was um, yeah just be vigilant stay aware top tip number two is don't stick your head in the sand don't be an ostrich try and I know it is scary and it does bring about fear to people when we were chatting to our mates about doing the seminar like one of the number one things was I just don't like looking at my bank account like it sort of is annoying it scares me I don't want to see how I spend my money but if Apart from number one key takeaways, you're loved by God. God uh, is involved or cares about money in that way. But number two is sort of like, yeah, just have a look at it. Even if it's the first time, chat to people about it. We want to be money positive. It doesn't have to always be fearful. So, um, yeah. Um, just very, very briefly off the back of don't be an ostrich. Um, during university, um, I sometimes wasn't the best at applying for my student loan on time. Um, like we then come in late. And on top of maybe not doing as much uni work as I should be doing, so getting stressed when it comes to the exams, I then didn't have my loan when I should have had it. So, yeah, organization is key. There's some things in life, and that comes to money, and organize these things. And, yeah, take the plunge, look at your bank account, figure out what you're spending your money on. Living within your means. This should just be an underlying thing. You should not expect to be able to afford things that 
yeah, you can't afford it. It sounds obvious, um, but a lot of people, um, as soon as they start earning a salary, think, but I should be going on holidays every other weekend. I'm a, I work now, I should be able to afford this. Um, we always really encourage you to think of practical ways you can save money and then treat yourself to, well, I really like eating out, so that's why I chose this. Um, but I would uh, always cook lunch um, every day of the week and always eat in. And then if I do want to go out, um, I know I can afford it. I can afford to go out and hang out with my friends. And it then becomes a real pleasure and a treat. Um, but yeah, live within your means. Don't get into debt. Yeah, big takeaway. So thank you so much for listening. Or to recap slightly, we talked a bit about the basics, about the habits, the practicalities. And I know we spoke about a lot of different things, but yeah, we just, we hope that you'd even just take a few of those things away. Um, and yeah, we're open up for questions and we'll hang around at the end if anyone has any questions. So, ooh, any questions? Ooh. Um, yes. Yes, I just finished my theology degree, which is helpful. Um, that was a joke. Um, so tithing, I see tithing as, um, in my life, it just uh, the first 10% goes to God, and that goes to my local church. Um, and I think making it automatic is a huge thing, in my, even in my head. So what comes into my bank account, it leaves, essentially, automatically. My salary comes in the first day of every month, and on the first day of every month, my tithe will leave, and it will go to my local church. Um, the way I organize my money, I like to also be sacrificially giving as well, um, whether that is to the poor, um, to other charities, um, and even in my own social circles, um, if you have people who are struggling and need a bit of a hand, um, yeah, that is just how I view my money. I'd always like to be able to bless people with that. Um, and I think when we do that, we do grasp, yeah, a bit of God's heart about um, how we view other people. And when we put this on so cheesy, this is awful. I'm suddenly doing a seminar and bringing out all these cliches. But, um, yeah, when we help other people, uh, that helps us. And you know, it definitely makes me happier when I see, actually, when we help other people, I see God's heart for them. I see how much God loves them. And that is way better than the trainers I want to buy with that money. That makes sense. And that was way better than, yeah, even if I love eating out than doing that. Um, and there is a bit of a balance for me, uh, well, for us maybe in London, because um, it is so big, you almost have to go out for dinner or go out for a drink to meet up with a friend. Um, and I love just investing in the time, so time can be a big part of that as well. How do you give your time and your money often? Yeah, correlate a lot. But I understand that as being a tithe. Um, I don't know, ultimately. Uh, I say, yeah, for me, it's probably giving to the church because, yeah, we're, many of us are here with youth groups, and um, churches need money. Workers need their wage. It says that in the Bible. Um, ministers, youth workers... Or work to the ground often, um, and they, they kind of scrape by, and then on top of that, they will be tithing back into their own church and back into supporting their own initiatives and supporting the community. And we want to really empower the local church, uh, yeah, to be Jesus on the streets. We're doing streets next year. That will only happen if people tithe to local churches and we can afford, yeah, brooms, brushes, you know, paint, uh, just really practical things. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I think how, how I would view it. Any more questions? No, no stupid questions as well. I know we've thrown out loads of really fancy finance words. Um, we're happy to just, yeah, talk at length. No? Thanks for coming. Cool. Well, we'll hang around at the end anyway, so please come up if you have any questions.
Thank you for listening to Word on the Go. For more information about the festival or to contact us, please visit us at www.summermadness.co.uk forward slash festival or reach out to us across our social media platforms.